There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. On the left. <laughs> That's when the cannibalism started. Dear friends, close your eyes. Dear light people of Gaia, smile inwardly, moving into that inner world of light and infinite space which exists within. Open your hearts now, dear ones, by activating the crystalline prana tube, which flows mm. through our 12 chakras, spinning your prana tube upwards into the great central sun and downwards into the great mother's Core crystal. Mm. Visualize golden white light flowing in from above and below, activating your one heart centers. You feel this golden white light, the love of heart centers. The love of source energy from above and Gaia energy from below, activating your one hearts. Connecting you with the one heart consciousness of all others on planet Earth now. Acknowledging that the one heart is awakened only in those who are in divine service to Gaia and her human tribe. Pleiadian councils of light direct you in visualization which brings your chosen reality for Earth into fruition. Together we heal the second, third, and fourth dimensions of your reality now. Visualize your beautiful blue-green planet spinning in front of you. As you pour love into the core crystal asker. <laughs> My name is Larlac, and I come from Pleiadia. Nice to meet you, Larlac. Welcome to the last podcast on the left, everybody. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel with us straight from hell, Ariel Castro. <laughs> Oh no, 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 when you come with the when you come with the demons, you 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 must admit them and I tell you to depart with the Douglas. <laughs> I tell you to depart with the Douglas demon. Don't you do that, Hitler. Don't you do that, Hitler. I tell you to depart with the Douglas. Ariel, Ariel Castro and Hitler hanging out in hell right now. What a good goddamn Wednesday this turned out to be. Uh, what an amazing night last night was. Ariel Castro hung himself in his uh, Cleveland... Uh, he never got my letters. He never got... I'm sure they were very nice letters, Henry. A flowery language. Uh-huh. Just being like, oh, I, how I loved what you did with your dogs. Like, wink, 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 wink. Like, long, long winks. Like, big, big in parentheses over everything. Right, he right. Loves the, he loves to write. He loves to write and read. Do you know that he wrote seven songs for the lute? I did not know that. <laughs> yes, yeah. Very. One was called, ow, 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 he tied me to the pole with a dog leash. Oh, that and was the, other the funniest was, one. Oh, thank you, Ariel, for putting up a poster of Pocahontas. It's my favorite film. <laughs> yeah, with all the Imes dog food around in the bowls. That's wonderful. Well, yesterday was a uh, busy day for research, uh, specifically for one Hong Kong and Marcus. I'm sorry, I forget Parks. the thing about Pleiadians. We're going to be talking That's a lot right. about our friends, the, the the light energy bringers, the guiders of human consciousness into the next level of evolution, the the group of benevolent Let's say entities yeah. from the Pleiades star. That's right. The Pleiadians. Thank, uh, and and they, thank God for them. It is mostly nonsense. Yeah. Yes. Oh, and by the way, not to be confused with the Plejarans, who live just beyond the Pleiadian star. 
Right. Classic confusion. It's like it's like the Colombians and the Dominicans with these when guys. When you said really something in the email chain that was really great, I've never like I've never filled my head with so much knowledge that only made me dumber. It was it's bizarre. <laughs> it's very bizarre to explain to people how you if we had a conversation right now, we I mean, this conversation we're about to have. We we would have a smarter conversation Monday. So let's go. Uh, this let's past, get two very, days ago, we would have been smarter. Let's go to the introduction of the big fat yes. book that is the Pleiadian, uh, the Pleiadian struggle against the reptilians in our in our never ending quest to be brought into the sixth dimension. Huh, Can you even right. imagine what the sixth dimension is like? I'm only barely grasping what the third dimension is, <laughs> it's only because be really I exciting. cannot understand when they talk about the dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> My depth perception is bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's I literally exciting. try to sit down on a chair and I missed it once. You know, like, these are, these are things I, I do every single day. I yeah. put my wallet in the freezer. Well, that's just an issue of alcoholism, I think, but that's fine. That's what you call the bank when you're drunk? The freezer? Hey, that's the as volume I can you. You boys, watch out, popsicles. Popsicles looking through my business card. <laughs> yeah, your popsicles. <laughs> Buying a bunch of blankets and things. Um, so let's just start at the very beginning of yes. the thing that we uh, we have come to now know is the military-industrial-extraterrestrial complex. Absolutely. The uh, two, ra- or actually the people that are in the universe that are here to either help or hurt us, they can be put on two different sides. Those mm-hmm. who are with the military-industrial-extraterrestrial complex Uh-oh. and those that are working against it. And mostly what we find out is the reason why that there are two camps is because basically the Galactic Council, we're ta- we're going to do the thing to you that they did to us, which we're going to say things that are as sound as if they are fact, even though in fact that they are probably not fact. Yeah, you know I mean? say probably not. <laughs> Most likely not fact. Yeah. And if you, you didn't know what the MIEC was, it is a, a complex of interest currently controlling most information concerning the extraterrestrial presence and dominates government institutions most around the but planet. but not all. Think about Financial that. Financial interest, the mass media, and is also responsible for systemic global problems. So these guys are not in our, our, in our best interest. Not in our best interest. Our enemies. But you know, most of porno... Came out of you know what I mean like, yeah, it's like the, wi- the Wi-Fi we use that gives us the porno that allows us to not right. kill each other came from that so that's good okay so we have yeah. the military extraterrestrial complex to thank for pornography well I think so well technically you could say that maybe that's a part of what is using to subjugate us to keep us placated so we don't fucking do the research that we do here on last podcast and we don't try right. to lift the veil. Over mm-hmm. of what's really going on in the government, but you you figured it out because it only takes you three minutes to come, and then you're right back at the research. <laughs> <laughs> there is, I, I would say, in uh, relation to the internet, one of the good species is responsible for the internet. Okay, I did read that. The mm-hmm. Algorians. <laughs> the Algorians, yes. Well, the military-industrial-extraterrestrial uh, complex, from here on out known as the MEIC, mm-hmm. began in 1954 with Dwight Eisenhower, who had a first contact meeting with the short grades. Yep, yep, right. Yep, 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 <laughs> I think that was just very unhealthy the, uh, We would like to speak with a bald old man. Mm, yep, yep, yep. Mm, I hear you've got many guns that go boom, crack. <laughs> right, Mr. Eisenhower, you got some short grays out here looking to talk to you? Oh, uh, yes, let them in. Hey, you grays drink scotch? <laughs> yes. Uh, we have scotch from 19 galaxies. Wow, that's some good scotch. Now, the first meeting was not successful because the extraterrestrials, they came in and they demanded that we... Uh, 
disarmed all of our nukes. That uh, we would have some sort of technology exchange. We would disarm all of our nukes. Uh, every single world power. They said no. Of course we can't do that. They That's came back happening. with a second offer. We eventually signed a treaty that stated the aliens would not interfere in our affairs and we would not interfere in theirs. We would keep their presence a secret. Mm-hmm. There would be a limited technology exchange. They just sent them all to Chicago. But then we already know for a fact that that was, uh, if the Greys did sign that contract about, and they said they wouldn't meddle on our affairs, the problem is, is that that already broke the Galactic Committee's rule of engaging with us all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is so the, we knew from the very fucking start, mm-hmm. as soon as the ink got on the fucking contract... That it was a lie. Yeah, but we all knew know that the Galactic Committee is only a it's only a committee of three hundred and seventy seven races. They're not a political po- uh, governing party. They're merely a bunch of fucking eggheads talking about theory. But when it comes down, if we can't adhere to the social contracts that we're going to set up for the Galactic Committee, then how? What's order in the universe then? I mean, I think it's typical U.S. practice. <laughs> <laughs> Constantly going back on their word, you know? It's not right. They signed signed a treaty. They said that they would be allowed to abduct a certain number of humans. (laughs) But they weren't able to harm them. We will do it for 15 whoppers. We we would like to be brought to the King of Burgers, please. (laughs) I'm not sure if the King of Burgers is around yet. (laughs) They weren't... They're not allowed to harm any of the humans. They have to return them to exactly where they found them. Louisiana. And they would be required to report their findings to the American government. However, after mm. a real cool period in the 50s, what is known as the Space Brother phase, ah, in which people would be cool. taken in a spacecraft, they'd be shown a real yep. good time. Oh, and they're like, oh, gee, thank you, Mr. Alien. Yeah, that's, that's like all it was. We would just pick up yokels on the street, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I think so. That all changed, though, in the 60s with Betty and Barney Hill. That uh, is Betty what, and that, Barney Hill. Yeah, now, Betty, those are two names that dest- you are destined to be abducted <laughs> if you are Betty and Barney Hill. Interracial couple. Ah, yeah. intriguing. So it was Indeed. quite, that was a part of, there was a there was a rash of interracial couples that were then also uh, picked up by alien, during alien abductions mm-hmm. and also tortured like they were tortured. Yeah. Where basically, didn't he like, didn't they like put things up her pussy while he watched and he's just like, no, no, that's no, no, that was That was when you were taking your three minute porno break. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting. They're just all sliding together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My Ariel Castro porno called <laughs> 10 years later. Mm, remember when. And that, is when the short grace officially broke their treaty with us and they stopped giving us technology and essentially said fuck you whoa buddy come on now because because in the end they're getting what they want they're getting their they're they're trying to you know like the grays specifically they have their hybrid program they're trying to make human gray hybrids in Mm -hmm. order so that they can go to basketball games Mm -hmm. and they can go to (laughs) baseball games and they won't have someone be like that's an alien you know right right well that's it you're talking about the tall grays there otherwise tall grays is their boss yeah yeah the tall thin white naturally which we last heard about from the canadian defense minister who talked about the races that are in contact with uh, the governments of the world. The tall, thin whites are the bosses of the short grays. The short grays are a worker bee class. They're robots. Yeah, they can be controlled telepathically by the tall, thin whites. Those are the guys that took Whitley Stryber up. I've been reading Communion a lot recently, and I gotta say, it is. I I can see why that man is shattered. Because (laughs) there was a thing that kept like... 
it's all really weird. There's like you know, like one person we're going to speak to who is a Pleiadian channeler, uh, Peggy Peggy. Uh, what's her name? I just uh, Peggy Day. Kane. Peggy no, 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 Peggy Kane. Peggy Kane. She, um, you know, she would talk about how the reptilians and Greys when she picked them up on her reverse speech technology, which we'll talk about. Oh, we're going to listen to some reverse speech technology. Oh yeah, but I it's like oh, it's all just reptilians going like, "I'm going to eat your pussy. I'm going to eat your pussy." <laughs> right. And then so when Whitley Strieber took it up into the to the uh, UFO. He wrote this fucking horrible chapter about how, like, they stick him ass deep and you know, like up to his fucking knuckles uh, to in on, a, on, like, a pole. Like, this moving gray thing that, like, basically rocks him back and forth. Sounds and like one of those alien... simian machines. Yeah. yeah. Like yes. Yeah, those, kink, those kinked.com machines that Sausage Gray is so It's an orgasm so mm-hmm. machine. <laughs> orgasm. But it didn't work for him. He did not. The, the thing is that the reptilian woman would come, the, the little gray would come up to him and be like, is that as hard as you can get? You getting hard? Mm-hmm. You getting yeah. hard? And you'd be right. like, what? I don't know. Because they would keep, because what also was interesting is they have to always ask him, be like, what can we do to make you stop screaming? Because apparently the whole time he's just going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and the most terrifying fact of that is yeah. that the short grays could uh, communicate telepathically. So he's hearing these voices inside his mm-hmm. head the whole time. Yeah, and then yeah. she jerked him off. Oh, that's not no. so bad. Well. And then he stopped screaming. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems to be there's something in between that we're missing. Yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> bit, something like that. Something. Well, the, t- right. the tall, the tall grays. Yes, their goal is to eventually make human alien hybrids that, and some of them have already been integrated mm-hmm. into our society. They view us as property, and they are not to be trusted. This is not Uh-oh. the first time that the grays have done this to a society. Dan Aykroyd, <laughs> John McCain. Think about We've it. Got, think about it. Think Katy Perry. Mc- think yeah. about it. All right. Yeah, we'll get later. We'll get Bill to Nye, the of- science guy. <laughs> sort of bust your fucking nostalgia bubble, nerds. Whoa, leave Bill Nye alone. He's never done anything wrong to the. To He's anybody. on the other side. He's not on the other side. He's with us. He's with us. And by the way, the Greys come from Orion. Yes, just yes. so you know, that's Which just is also for your what, own personal edification. That's why there's a part of uh, you know, and you know. Maybe they were also here helping us build the pyramids <clears throat> and why the pyramids are all built along the line of Orion for them to find us again, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And short- I, it's another theory that it just doesn't yeah. seem to really work with this whole... And the short grades are from Zeta and... Reticulum? Reticulum? Zeta Reticuli. Yeah. Reticuli. 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 They like the Zeta Reticuli. So much. And, of course, the next up, the, the bosses of the Greys, everyone's favorite, the, the Reptilians. reptilians. Yeah. Love but they live reptilians. here, and they live yeah. under the planet. This is well. There's two along. different kinds of reptilians. Yes. There's indigenous reptilians and Draco reptilians, which right. they consider themselves the only natural Terrans. They believe yeah. that they're the only ones who actually lived on Earth, and they that the Earth belongs to them. They could do whatever it is that they want with it. Mm-hmm. They're about six to nine feet tall, green, scaly skin, muscular bodies. Some are mm-hmm. seen oh, with or without tails, plain sight. wings, <laughs> and even hidden genitalia. Wow. Oh yeah. I mean, that's what I do. Yeah. Whenever you sit down. <laughs> Tuck it. Always tuck. That's my strategy. So right. they never know what's coming. And then I sw- I do a hammock swing, I like to call it. And I pop, a- <laughs> pop my balls out of my butt. And people are like, whoa, you're a man? And i be like, wink, sorry, buddy. <laughs> well, that is just how you make money on the weekends, isn't it? <laughs> well, the indigenous uh, so reptilians, bad. they treat us more like uh, somewhat like livestock. That's good. They, yeah. yeah, they uh, foster. They fo- they go in between fostering our uh, furtherment as because they eat human meat. Yeah, they also every once right. in a while will 
take a few they to indulge. chomp on. Yes. Why not? But as a cattle rancher yourself, Marcus, you know livestock gets treated relatively well. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah. I mean, if you know, I mean, Other if than you, the death part. Well, I'm a man. <laughs> open range. Yeah, they get sure. treated all right. Yeah, they yeah. get their salt licks and their molasses tubs. Actually, it does sound great. It does. Sound, <laughs> it sounds like how everybody lives in Montana. It's pretty great. And then the bosses of the indigenous reptilians, the master race, the Draco reptilians from Alpha Draconis. And these are guys right. are the, 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 they're gigantic dragons. 14 to 22 feet tall, weighing up to 1,800 pounds. And these guys are not too fond of us, right? Well, they're not fond of anybody. They, they are one of the original intelligent races. Okay, so they yeah. say that like they're, they've been around for fucking hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years. Mm-hmm. They believe that this chunk of the galaxy belongs to them. They left a bunch of, they left a bunch of reptile babies here on Earth to, 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 for us to have it, for oh, them to wow. have it. And so they consider it their property, and they are, they are very much so beyond us. Yeah, and they're kind of dicks. Right, yeah, so the yeah. Palladians and the uh, and Dra- uh, Draco reptilians are not getting along right now. Definitely not. Well, let's. Okay. Uh, well, now I guess. Well, we can I mean, start- there is some. There is some. Uh, I guess a recent development between the Pleiadians and the Draco reptilians. Apparently, the Draco reptilians are on the run. Okay. I mean, from what I've heard, everybody says this. This is like the war on terror. Uh huh. <laughs> you could spit it away you want to, Larlac. It's over now. Our so positive energy rays are convincing the Draconians that fighting is wrong. That's right. The, Meanwhile, the Draconians are eating people by the fucking dozen. Yeah. <laughs> the Palladians are a weak They're doing bunch. satanic. They're using the elite to do satanic fucking like magic rituals, and all the Palladians do is get a bunch of 45-year-old fat women together <laughs> to meditate over a bunch of crystals. That's your Christine we're not day. We're not beating them. Yeah. <laughs> the Palladians do seem to... Uh, uh, get themselves a, uh, they're they're a bit of a p- uh, pussy breed. Oh so, yeah, you and, guys uh, they're have, very sensitive and yes, sad. So you guys have now heard, because you've also heard us talk about the reptilians before and, and and the various cast of like this is our cast of villains. This is the world of aliens as we know it. Well, we didn't even get to the top tier of the villains. Right. Oh yes, yes, the, the Anunnaki. Yes, the Stargate aliens. Yes, yes, the huge Stargate aliens, the ones that are possibly known as the Nephilim back in the gigantic Bible. humanoid. Mm-hmm. Creatures that came here and taught us how to do shit. And also, it said that they were some of the ones who seeded us, who were some of the first creators of humanity. They are the managers of everything. These are the people that watch over all of this. They essentially, they come, they seed uh, a planet, and then they see what happens. Yes, right. and they're and they're very indifferent. Mm, oh, extremely indifferent. That's yeah. all because it's all about a, if it works or if it doesn't work. They don't care whether or not we live or die, which I understand and I appreciate. It's nice. Don't tread on me. That's right. <laughs> all right I'm a libertarian when it comes to aliens. I'll take I'm an care alien of libertarian. That's right. I'm a Tea Party alien libertarian. I, I can't. I can't even fight them. That's you can't fine. fight them. You <laughs> made me. Fine. But it's but the uh, so that's very so there. These are the hierarchies of what and we the call Syrians, the villains. I believe, yeah. As well, right? yeah, the Syrians from Sirius B. Sirius B. Yeah, the Syrians. Okay. They from give Sirius, us some cool shit. Yeah. That, well, the Syrians from Sirius B. They are a cousin to the reptilian. They're a reptilian aquatic type species. Oh, so uh, they got the trailer park coming over for Christmas all the time. Trailer homes. Yeah, <laughs> these are the guys Riding who are their possessors of blank slate technology or okay. BST which is a form of time travel that enables the rewrite of history at what are called intervention points, i.e. Uh, the fall of the Soviet Union, the creation of NASA. When Ben shit that bed over at Dave's house. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen, that'll happen. <laughs> That's fine. All right, so we got the short grays, the tall grays. No, we don't want to spend any more the, time on that? The indigenous indi- 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 reptilians. 
Well, so these are their cast of villains. Syrians so, yeah. and Anunnaki. And this is the way we've caught the, the way we've uh, cast them as villains is because of the fact that they were involved with us in any way, shape, or form. Whether well, there are some good us or anally probing us. Yes, but there's some that are good and some that are bad, like anything. But the mm-hmm. idea is these are people that are directly involved with our military and are using the military in order to control us, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the NWO this and is the what media we're talking about and the media and of the course. banks. Yeah, and I'm not even going to say what I'm going to say. <laughs> but I think you're going to have right? to say it now. I'm just saying, like, these aliens are tripping over their head curls to take over this fucking country. <laughs> head curls, really. Very intriguing. But Little we, hidden messages it there. Is, it is sometimes tempting when reading this to replace the word reptilian with, with a, Jew. With Jew. With well, a, there is some you. racial undertensions. There is the, some the racial undertensions. Oh, it's so, there's so much of that. Um, yeah. This tends to be created by whites, it seems like. So now there is a whole other side to this argument, which is a group of humanoid aliens that come from a nine different planets that have nothing to do with the uh, military-industrial-extraterrestrial complex um, that are hopefully just trying to help us or and or are just indifferent to us. Yeah. Um, and the one thing that... Um, so, the thing about these creatures, what we've discovered in our research is that they can only speak to us by channeling through us because they don't want to show up in forms. Like, they these say are, that... These are all the creatures we've just discussed? No, we're going to just... These these all have actual forms. The yeah. Pleiadians and all this stuff, we'll go... We'll tick through all the specific types, right? Okay. And it's like... But the, the, the these groups, normally, they have to channel their way through us, and a lot of times they leave um, YouTube... Videos. <laughs> yeah, that, is, that does seem to be their mo- uh, main mode of communication. Um, and the, with the one one, I'll, I'll just set up sort of like what the, the first, like the most coherent conflict that they talked about with the Pleiadians is the fact that the Earth, that a part of what goes on with the Earth, while this military industrial extraterrestrial complex is going on, is that the Earth is located amongst a series of very well-placed wormholes that a bunch of different races can get to here. And what they say is basically what happened a long time ago was that they, the Palladians tried to intercept the reptilian takeover of Earth. Because basically, Earth was created as a gigantic sort of storage space for a bunch of different animal life and vegetable life. It just seems like a truck stop. You know, it just seems like one yes. of those things on the yeah. side of the highway, like reptilians are traveling through the universe, and they're like, let's get some Hardee's. Yeah, yes. yeah, oh yeah, yeah. They, they, that planet has that thing called apples. Yeah, I want that. Yeah. I just want a big cow right now. Pull yeah. over on Earth, would yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, let's go Humans, get- the lot lizards of the galaxy. Yeah, so basically, exactly. there was a gigantic fight in the sky over Earth with the versus reptilians versus the Pleiadians, or some other, one of these various forms of this race, and it's where the uh, Bahagavita wrote about the fighting going on in the sky, right? And those ba- gigantic- the Bahagavita. The Bahagavita. Well, that's going to be at Taco Bell anytime now. Baja Gavita. Can I get the Baja Gavita? That'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> and we laugh at the store. Extra cheese. And so I, uh, but basically the reptilians won, they have earth, and now they are using their positive energy to try to win us back. And so that's where the beginning of the uh, intervention of these benevolent creatures started. So the reptilians want us, they want us to like them now. No, 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 no. The reptilians are just going to use us until we're done. 
So who's using the positive energy? Because you said Pleiadians. Reptilians. Pleiadians. Kind of okay, yeah. the Pleiadians are using the positive yeah. energy. Well, Pleiadians among other species. Many different species. Many, right. Such as the Lyrians. Mm-hmm. The Lyrians from the planet Lyra. And also, a lot of these species are completely interconnected because the Pleiadians were originally from Lyra. They were colonists from the planet Lyra because there was a big civil war on Lyra of that course. was destroying the entire planet. They couldn't decide which hair relaxer to use. <laughs> yes. All of these people are nine foot tall, blonde creatures, which is then you could say they said that maybe Jesus was one, which is why we have all those great pictures of white Jesus, and that's just great uh, to see. Yes. <laughs> yes. And these people... <laughs> Nothing to do with the uh, unbelievable inherent racism no, of no, the church. No, 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 no. He was because a white man. Yeah, that's the only Lyra. one who could get yes. shit done. Yeah. Right, right, right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Lyrans, they first came to Earth 22 million years ago. They saw it, they said... Yeah, we don't really want much of this. This is fine. But then they came back 389,000 years ago, and several million Lyrians and vegans, which, you know, they're vegans. Vegans. Vegans from the planet Vega. They both left their native (laughs) Right. What happens in Vega stays in your brain forever. And the the amazing ocarinial rifts of Vegas. Ooh, beautiful. Her gambling's legal. And so they came back, and they came back, and they started intermingling with humans. And uh, I, I actually misspoke earlier. The Anunnaki are not the Nephilim. The Lyrans and the Vagans are the Nephilim, the ones that were intermingled with the uh, the people, the angels. That's me. That I am part Nephilim. Is that what it is? What is it? Is that it? Nephilim. Massive Oh, because you're so big? Yeah, because I'm a massive beast person. See, I look at you as sort of like, you know, uh, you were a monkey that just sort of got like alopecia. (laughs) An alopecia (laughs) monkey. That's also a possibility. And then there's the Nordic Regalians, who it is said are the original ancestors of the Short Greys. The Short Greys were once the tall blondes. Really? What happened? <laughs> what happened is that they were having too much fun. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Once again, big tits in those blondes. Once no, again, no, you're making that up. <laughs> once again, it was a there was a huge war on Rigel, and there was of course another civil war. The Grace came came in, and it is most likely mm-hmm. that the surviving Rigelian Nordics were incorporated into a planet wide genetic hybridization program by short Grace from a star system such as Zeta Reticulum, who had covertly infiltrated and undermined Rigel prior to and during the Great War on Rigel. The short Grace most likely succeeded in genetically engineering the tall Grays using genetic material from the Nordic survivors who were too weak to resist the Gray hybridization agenda. Also think- known as the Phantom Menace. <laughs> yes. I think the author of uh, the author of this piece is using the words most likely. A little loose. <laughs> a little loose. I'm not sure if it's most likely. Well, according likely. to his research. According right. to what his mom says. Well, I mean, his mom's mostly just saying, Marcus, come up for dinner. Right, right. right you know, right. but otherwise, Why? she's just Why? like. What's the point? What's the point? There's a civil war going on. You need to be fed, Marcus. Yeah. However, I'll, I mean, it, and it sounds so far that there's a lot of bad things going on. There are some species that are fighting back, such as the Prokeons, who they are Regalians who fled the war, and then after the Greys, of course, mm-hmm. destroyed Rigel, they tried to come after the Prokeons, who defeated them, liberated the world from the Grey influence, and it is said that the Prokeons are currently, quote, gung-ho when it comes to dealing with Greys. Yeah, they're like little anime guys. It's like, we will do it for love and country. Like, yeah! <laughs> 
Um, you know, it's much like, like us, though. I feel like they're the closest to us Americans. M- meanwhile, the one thing that's important is all this information has been quote unquote leaked by a man who is spending a long time doing black op, uh, like in different covert operations. A man named Clifford, uh, what's his name? Clifford Stand? Uh, something like that. Something like that. And it's like he, um, and a lot of these guys really check out this article specifically that does a breakdown of all these races. It's very interesting. The, the people that he speaks with are all high level former black ops guys that all say that they. They've met these people. Yeah. They said right. that they sat in rooms and you're like, literally, it just looks like fucking Star Wars. You like walk in and it's just like, people are like, hello. And it's like, just like, which one likes cashews? And they have to like, there's a, there was a talking about a maintenance guy. It's like literally like, how do you feed everyone when one person's eating strips of like barely fried raw beef and then everyone else is fighting over the cashews and they're like, it's my eggs, my eggs. And they're like, no, it's not your eggs. These are nuts. Next up, next up are the Andromedans, who are the head of the Andromedan Council. And that is the council that's talking about 139 different star system. And, uh, what they and they're recently- a part of the galactic... Yeah, committee. I'm. A, I forget. They, yeah, they're all there's part of this committee. There's councils. There's committees. And what their most recent uh, kerfuffle is that 357 years from now, in the future, there is some sort of catastrophic event, and they have traced this back. This event back to Mars, then back to our Moon, and then back to Earth, which is why Earth is of such great importance right now. Yeah, and it all started when Willie Templeton burned his <laughs> Moore's Pop-Tart on his way to school. That's too bad. That's <laughs> a terrible <laughs> morning, isn't it? I, and there's, I didn't know I was going to start it in the galactic world. I just wanted my Moore's Pop-Tart before I went to school, did <laughs> Well, we should have aborted you. Cut his penis off. <laughs> no! What? what? That's not a proper reaction to burn a s'more. Core out his insides. No, and, there's a, and there's plenty more. And are the, you hard uh, enough, little boy? There are a lot more good ones than bad ones. Because right. we still there's like the series some because series Because the a, good ones are less effective. Extre- very much left effective. Because, good, because they just keep talking to 45-year-old white women. There's the Umites from Planet Umo who are just judgmental pricks. They're like, humans do not deserve to have the planet that they have. Yeah, they're called the Umites. Yeah, fuck you, Umites. Yeah. Uh, the Alpha Centaurans who provide sanctuary and a bit of a vacation home yeah, to humans they're just, again, they want they, they to. just run a fucking spa center in the galaxy. You could go and you look up, they're like, welcome. To Andromeda. It's just like, get out of here! It's a damn yeah, yeah, Get us yeah. some guns! It's yeah. a scam. Well, the series from Series A, they are the original builders of our grid, the ley lines, things okay. like that. Well, they helped, isn't it like also like sanded down our crystalline form? Stuff like that as because well. Because the crystalline form is what gives the Earth its power. We already covered it in Vile Vortices. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you need a refresher, you haven't been listening hard enough. <laughs> That's right. Well, you can go to the episode where we discuss uh, the Vile There's Vortices. the Arcturans who are here to, you know, enter us into a new age of spirituality, blah. Blah, blah, blah. They're said to be the ones that are uh, the originators of crop circles. And, yes. And then finally, we have the Pleiadians. Now, the Pleiadians right. are the, these guys are just, they're helpful. If a little, if a little mush mouth. They're I will quite say, mush mouth. That's the thing yeah. is that uh, I, 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 we sat. They're sensitive and sad. We were going to do the whole episode just about the Pleiadians, right? And then we started doing the research, and it is just. These people are, they, I mean, <laughs> I have a, I have a theory. I'm, I'm starting to have a theory that if you can speak with aliens, you are already like three bags in the fucking barrel of nuts. Like, yeah. you're already nuts. Oh, yeah. You know sure. what I mean? Like, you're already yeah. crazy. And so, what this experience then does to you, I think, 
curdles you <laughs> into you. one way or another? Curdles. Curdles you. Okay. I think that you when you because the, the, the plate in shows up, you just got done covering your TV in tinfoil because you don't you don't want the government to know that you've been like VCRing copies of Wheel of Fortune, right? Right. Well, tinfoil's a great show to You watch. know, you say you still got your VCR. You don't yeah. care that it's 2013. Right. Fucking beam of pink light hits you in the forehead and it's just like, I am the Metatron Godhead. <laughs> and then like, what do you do oh, then? Right. And it it's real. Good. If it's real, right. what do you do then? Hang out with you it. Just, then it's just like technically you're getting your life together. Together right. by yeah. helping them, because then you're like, no, no, I have to put on my crystalline gray robe, and I have to go stand at the corner of fucking Hollywood mm. and Vine, and I need to tell everybody how, you know, that the Palladians right. are here to help us. And I will say that this is a very distinct LA phenomenon. Uh-huh. <laughs> and of course, you go looking for answers, much like that. Uh, what is it, Peggy Kane, who uh, figured out the reverse voice recognition? So we'll right. start with her. So now yeah. again, we were saying Pleiadians have to use humans as channels in order to speak with us. And a, right. a way uh, someone described it, uh, David Ike actually described the Pleiadians working through us as if it's like a scientist working with radioactive material, with like putting these gloves in the box mm. where you put the thing in the glove, and then they have to work us through glo- gloves. Doesn't really fit. Okay, but <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm still not exactly sure why they can't just show up, but apparently this is what they have to do, so I guess we're just going to have to deal with that. Yeah, as yeah, an yeah. I'm not going to say it's not because they're not real. No. <laughs> what they say about Be- Peggy Kane is that other than David Icke's research, there hasn't been a huge amount of evidence, uh, a huge amount of supporting evidence to back up the fact that, that a reptilian, interdimensional, extraterrestrial race is behind the global conspiracy. Right. That is... Until Peggy Kane and her reverse speech research was released. The reverse speech, it seems to act as a kind of truth serum for these reptilian overlords that are feeding us bullshit day in, day out. No, this is basic. So I was trying to figure out, like, when they kept seeing reverse speech technology, I was like, what are they even talking about? And then I finally figured out what her, what she does. What she does is she watches a speech of, let's say, famous reptilian named... Barack Obama, Obama. right? They watches his speech, right? And then she asks questions at the television. And then she takes his speech and she reverses it. Mm -hmm. Like she flips it. Mm-hmm. And then she gets her answers. This is like how every wife gets her an- gets her answer from her husband. It's very interesting. Do we want to hear some uh, examples? Good. Yep. This is uh, from Obama's victory speech. She says, Barack Obama is torn in his reversals. He has continued to play the game, doubting the meetings that took place with the Alliance on Mars. <laughs> his doubt feeds the doubts of others who were with him. I suspect that not one of them has voiced anything of those meetings to others at the risk of being seen as unstable or completely crazy. This is also, which is really interesting, because there's now a a new strain of people talking about that Barack Obama has realized that he's a puppet of the reptilians is doing everything he can to fight their control. Ooh. Ah, so he's more of a Palladian type fella. No, no, no. He's just a Chicago politician. street politician. John Wayne Gacy, <laughs> Chicago politician. We'll play what he says originally first and then play the reverse. By the way, we have to fix that. Ooh, okay, that sounds fine. Mm, I remember By the way, we I do have to fix that. that. Yeah, sure, why not? Here's what, the reverse. That's good to stay real without- Oh, what it, fuck. And skip the day we went up. Yes. She's got a lot of it. deep analyzing going on. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Do we yeah. want to hear another example? Maybe he I want to hear multiples. than that? Yeah, I want to hear multiples. Here, here we go. We may have battled fiercely. That's great. I like that. Uh, that was great. Of course. Mm-hmm. I remember. I was inspired. Mm-hmm. Feel safe while I damn you. Oh, Ooh. don't like it. Peggy Kane is at the bottom of something. <laughs> Let's get a couple more of these. These are fascinating. All right, forward. Hard-fought campaign. 
Hard, it was hard a hard fought fought campaign. I remember that. I yeah. remember that. Mm-hmm. I didn't help, but. No, no, not for us. It was very easy for us. You have faith. Don't tell. Oh, Whoa. okay. That's interesting. Oh, Again, there's a war going on. Yeah. yeah. Forward. I love this country deeply. Well, that's what he said at the fucking alliance meeting. Lying through his teeth. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Brothers, not you deeply. And then reverse. You'll keep your friends in doubt. Oh. Mm-hmm. Man. You know, it was easier to understand when I read the words that went along with the sounds. <laughs> it really doesn't sound like anything when you, when you just hear the audio there. She, what is her job like? I wonder what she does Oh, this day. is it. This well, is she it. actually goes on speeches all the time. The, yeah. A lot of these people, the one thing that is very fun is how uh, how well these people do financially. Right, especially Christine Day. She's you want to start large... off the next with Christine Day? Oh, I just Christine listened to, Day. I just listened to her, to her on an episode of Coast to Coast. Christine Day... Um, the funny thing about the uh, the uh, interview that she gave on her website, every 10 minutes they're plugging the book. And oh, they're like, it's, it's only $54. The Palladians, just, they just want you to have it. It's like we're not even charging. Christine you. Day runs an energy workshop called Frequencies of Brilliance, um, yes. which is, if you could pull it up just for you to read the description of what it is, because I don't know what it is. Frequencies of Brilliance is a powerful, multidimensional energy work that supports us in connecting more fully with our divine uniqueness. This allows us to let go of limiting beliefs, feelings, and behaviors that have created tension, pain, and illness in our lives. I need to just start one of these classes. (laughs) You could. (laughs) You could just do it in a second. Well, the big thing about Christine Day is that she, um, sadly... Was diagnosed with lupus mm. um, at a youngest age, at and the age then of one, and she um, experienced an experience with the Pleiadians, and has yet to ever see a single symptom of lupus since that day for so twenty five po- years. Really, twenty five years lupus free. Lupus free hasn't turned into a werewolf in twenty five years. Was it a misdiagnosis? <laughs> perhaps could be. All we are saying. I think that this is great. I, I but yeah. she, so she well, came on and she said, uh, but basically, um, she's making quite a deal of money. And basically, when we're talking yes. about the fact that she, uh, um, definitely uh, making a lot of money doing what. Do she's you doing. want to hear yeah. some of her uh, episode of Coast to Coast? I would yeah, love to. Some, All right, yeah, let's hear it. Probably twelve months ago, um, I had my first very strong connection to them. And they are supporting us in this crystalline structure. Part of their role right now is to support us in in integrating the crystalline structure through the cells of the body. So they are very much working hand-in-hand with the Pleiadians, and they are very much interconnected with that Lemurian time. She proceeds to ramble like that for an hour and a half. Oh, yeah. Um, the thing is, <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing. Game. These are also a part of, I forgot to bring up, like essentially what these people are all mainly called are ascended masters. I yeah. believe that there's a lot of people who, there, there's a lot of shit that gets jammed into this, and now we're going to cover one specifically who worships an entity called Akasha. But a lot of these people saw, like attach... Um, both alien and Jesus terminology to all of these things. That's and what so, I, yeah, I was so surprised with the Jesus uh, fascination with most of these people. Yes, and they so, uh, so Henry, you got a pretty good theory on the whole Jesus thing. Well, my idea is again. So you're already half crazy. You see an entity show up, and if like to me, it all makes sense if it's all real because basically you watch these ascended masters, which is a, this a belief. Ascended masters are either people that have received an initiation ceremony that have now become spiritually enlightened to the next dimension, or they are possible. 
um, genetic links to like like we are former Pleiadians in a reincarnated state, well, right? You know, the, initi- it, the initiation ceremony is like when you finally book the room at the Hilton. Finally, take the frequencies of brilliance workshop and right. lay down the five hundred dollars for the weekend, and then you and then you you are now an ascended master. Okay, and so a lot of these people when they receive these transmissions is that to me the de- the deferring reactions are all the, actually a, a stronger uh a stronger uh tip off that it may be real right yeah. if it's real of course the people who are going to see these aliens like and like they're maybe gonna be open to it you're gonna have to be open to it and maybe a lot of times Pleiadians even seek that out and know for a fact that these people are gonna get this information are very fragile they're very fragile people you have an entity that's so overwhelming and shows up it's like Christine Day she's making a lot of money but right. Christine Day it changed her whole life and she even talks about in that interview she's like and ever since I had my relation with the Pleiadians they um I've had family leave me I've had friends leave me but Oof. then I've had others drawn to me like a moth to a flame Right, right, You know, right. and it's just like, Ugh. so it's stuff like that. So well, it's like, I mean, that they ruins the, their lives. And well, then it didn't ruin her life. I mean, but that's the one thing that we do discuss. It's a little bit out there in all these things. These theories may or may not be true, but they're definitely uh, true to these people. Obviously. And it affects their lives in a very true way. But then some people see it. If you're, if your lexicon in your brain is all going to be Jesus imagery, if you're going to see things that's like, because that's, that's what the difference between angels and demons and aliens are. It just really depends on what your frame of reference is. Right. If you look at like it. Like you see hamburgers. I see, ha- I just <laughs> right. see like, and things in between me and hamburgers. <laughs> right, yeah, right. I mean, it's one or the other. That's yeah. all life is. Just getting to the end goal. But it's like the the people, if you're going to see Jesus, when entity shows up in the room, no matter what it is, you're going to be like, it's Jesus. Right. Oh my God, Jesus spoke to me. And everyone's like, no, no. I'm a fucking alien. I'm an alien. Okay, sure, yes. I'm yes, Jesus. I'm Jesus. Yes, I'm Jesus. Yes, and Jesus was an alien. Just go ahead and put that out there. Sure. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but write yeah. that down. Put that in your live journal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carve that in. But the let's let's hear a little bit stone. from uh, Akasha and Amun. Now, Amun um, has been um, is a is a YouTube personality that has managed to channel this thing called Mother Akasha. So he calls himself Mother Akasha. I don't know what that is. No. This, this website is specifically like it mentions Pleiadians and Jesus and God's love, and they sell workshops as well. So the one that we're going for right now is the. Heavy breathing one? Yes. All right. This the is from the, the Radiant Rose Academy Incorporated presents. That's what they're called, Radiant Rose Academy as well. Nothing scary about that. Incorporated. Ah, yes. I'm sorry, yes. Remember, LL- they, they got a lawyer involved. Yeah. L- LLC. They oh. had to go to a building and, and write all that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a meditation type thing, right? Christ. Ugh. Sounds like Ed Larson standing up. <laughs> uh, someone left their oxygen mask on the microphone. Uh-huh. And might we all take a deep breath together? <laughs> As I welcome your awareness back into the outer room, may the blessings of life Find within each of you an open door to express the abundance of life forth. God bless you, dear hearts. I am Akasha. I see him giving the same speech while cutting someone's hair in a really fancy hair salon. (laughs) 
that I know. Uh, what are you mumbling back there? <laughs> oh, no, nothing. And some faces that I have not seen. For it goes on like this for an hour and a half. I listen to this material for fucking two days. <laughs> I listened to, uh, before we even, I even, because Marcus showed me the whole b- breakdown, because that was, a, I put up a, a, a link on the Facebook group page mm. that was a breakdown of all the alien races, and Marcus showed me that it was a link to an even longer article. I finally read that last night at like three o'clock in the morning. Followed the rabbit hole. But this stuff I listened to <laughs> it's good. for two days. I will say I feel more positive. That's I will also say that I am just generally confused. Sure. Were yeah. you in the bathtub getting stoned? I feel like that's great bathtub getting stoned <laughs> that's listening. That's what I did. I, yeah, yeah, of course. I was ripped. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying. It's a nice voice. I mean, the man is uh, calm and soothing. You know, Lord Rael should take some notes from this guy. Well, I thought the they voice sound, was relatively similar. They yeah. sound very similar, but this guy has his shit on top of it. But Lord, Rael is on, Lord Rael is on drugs. And so. this motherfucker's <laughs> booked all over the country. Yeah. Lord Rael's the only one who's sitting around not doing anything. Well, I Just like line up you... with the fucking Pleiades, Lord Rael. Figure yeah. out where your bread is buttered. Maybe you're talking to the wrong people. I don't know. I mean, I like Lord Rael slightly better. I mean, he caused a fucking tornado for Christ's sake. I just sake. think he's got a better website. Yeah. Oh, okay. This guy's got a great website. Okay. It's uh, Akasha and Asun. AkashaOnline.com. Yes. Is that the one? Yes. A lovely art. Very good. Very Indian. Beloved Akasha and Asun, resurrection rays over Delphi. I'm just so glad there's white people in the sky looking out for us. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's, That's what's right. important, you know? Well, there's a bunch of other things that we could discuss with this topic, but I feel like for right now, we've we've dipped our toe, as you like to say. I feel like and, uh, if we even try to go deeper into this topic, we we could do a whole other podcast. Yeah, we definitely, definitely could. Because, I mean, we could we didn't even touch on Majestic 12 or anything yes. like that, or even go any <laughs> further into <laughs> a- space alien technologies. And uh, one small thing, there was a, uh, a comment on uh, Akasha's webpage. This is by Akasha in uh, response to one of his followers. He says, together we are birthing the new earth. Yes, oh, it's that's true, thank nice. God. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the, the, we, that's the other thing, too, is we also didn't get into the Dulce, Dul, Dulce papers or the, the Dulce Air Base where there's yeah. seven floors of aliens and humans working together. Like, literally, like, they have to, like, they have a reptilian's own bathroom because they all shit in, like, a trough. And, like, they, so humans can't go in there and there's, like, this weird hierarchy system between everybody who's, like, literally, like, jockeying for a water fountain or going to lunch. That's great. Mm-hmm. Also, it's a reptilian's uh, bathroom. Dulce is fun. one of, is a uh, deep underground military base, also known as a dumb. Ah, oh. it's called a dumb. That is true. It's not so nice. But maybe and we take, didn't even get to Magador IX seven seven seven. Well, that is Alexander. Uh, what's his name? Alex, Edward Alexander. Edward Alexander, who now lives in South America, who used to live in, I believe, it's Norway. Sweden, Norway. Um, hello, Norway fans. He what was chased out by the quote unquote crimes he committed, but now he is safe in South America. Good, delivering his message. Where it's like Edward Alexander is a you know he is a current member of the Illuminati and a Pleiadian. Uh, like seventh generation, so he knows what All he's right. talking about. Uh huh. And yeah, so do your own research on your. But Edward Alexander also answers. teaches classes in South America. You could take his workshop, go down there, take ayahuasca with him, and he will lead you through spirit path. 
for that how much? Very fun. A couple grand. I'm pretty certain it's two to three grand. <laughs> it might not per be that person. bad. If you do get ayahuasca out of it, maybe not. I watched bad. a great uh, d- uh, interview with him over Skype with like his like daughter in the background, literally like covered in pots and pans, going like, "Daddy, daddy," and he's just going like, "No, no, it's I don't even know how to do this. You're the, you're the beard. is only the big is that second. I'm just gonna do it in Japanese, Jamaican, so it's so I can do it. All right. The Illuminati is only the small problem. There's a gigantic draconian alliance on top of the Illuminati that we do not know about. That's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. We'll have to get into it. It's very good. All yeah. right. All right. Well, that'll right. wrap up this episode. Yeah. Well, do we we'll, want to end on more Pleiadian um, meditation? Yeah. Why don't you finish that up? Is that not done yet? No. Apparently not. As you pour your love into the core crystal... Ask her to send her powerful light through the second dimensional realm of inner earth. Visualize her blasting healing light through the crystal and mineral kingdoms of earth. The electromagnetic field fracking <laughs> through the lava flows and into the precious soil of your planet. Visualize the inner earth now. Relax your hands on your lap. Grip your balls. No, no, that's not in there. That's not in there. Take your shirt off and roll up a big fat. All right, everybody. Magustalations, everyone. Hail Gene. Hail Satan. And of course, hail yourselves. We'll talk. Hail me. All right.